can you handle four of these things in a row? <laughs> that means that I've been standing in front of my mic for 40 minutes. Well, there was that shorter episode. All right. So let's talk about, these are all things that, um, that I've wanted to talk to you about. You know, I've wanted to record these things, but I just didn't. So I guess they build up in my head and then I record one and go, yeah, I also wanted to say this. And oh, yeah, I also wanted to say this. I'm always kind of thinking as I'm working, like, you know what, as I'm working, there's things I want to say, and I don't know where they're going to go, a blog post, a tweet, one of these, whatever. Um, but I just I kind of let them sit there. I don't write them down really often. I guess I just wait if they crop up again. And then if it happens enough when I'm at a platform like this, then I can communicate them. And this is a fantastic way to communicate. Let me tell you. I love it because it takes zero preparation. Maybe I actually jotted down like four things before it like, like just took a piece of paper and pen and jotted down four quick things before recording this. It's just so low effort. Um, and it's great. And, you know, I think, I think this is something I would want to listen to because it's short and I have a super short attention span. So this is short enough for me to listen to. <laughs> so my process for delivering conference talks. So I just gave a talk at Laracon online and I think it went pretty well. I've heard some really good feedback and I, you know what? I have a pretty good sense for when things I do go well and they don't go well. I think, um, I think I'm fairly objective about that. And I think this was one of the ones that went pretty well, if I'm being honest. Um, and really the main reason is that I was so comfortable. Um, and also that I put in work. You always have to put in work for me. I always have to put in work, put in the work. And, um, and I was very comfortable. I was more comfortable than any talk I've ever delivered ever. But, um, but let me talk to you about what goes into it and some of my thought process and some of my methods. So I talked to, before about curing my fear for public speaking, and that is still true. Um, it's not that I'm completely without nerves or anticipation or anxiety, but I am vi- like very close to not. <laughs> like I'm like so far away from the terrors of my early speaking career. <laughs> like the terrors, um, wanting nothing more than to be out of your skin, you know, like in preparation, you know, a week before, two weeks before that sinking pit pit feeling in the, in the bottom of your stomach that goes, I want a time machine more than anything in the world. So I can fast forward to the minute I'm done with that talk and get on with my life. This is so painful and it really is. Um, so let me say that I wasn't nervous for this at all until one day before, I think one day before maybe two days before I started to get those thought processes of like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm kind of in that limbo state where I really want this thing to be done so I can stop really like having to be on my game. You know, you're giving a big talk to a lot of people. You got to make sure you're not like passed out drunk in a ditch, you know, like, cause that's liable to happen to me on any given day. Um, not true, but you know what I mean? Like you can't, uh, you gotta be on your a game. I even think about weird stuff. Like I'm in different modes, different times. I'm fairly steady, like personality wise, but definitely there's things, there's times where I'm in my work zone and I'm pretty antisocial. Like I really just need to decompress from my little brainiac space. Um, and then there's times where, you know, if I'm at a big party, I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm an, I'm an ambivert. Like I, I kind of come, I come alive sometimes at, in big group settings and something like Laracon is like great to me. I'm, I get so amped and I just want to talk to everybody. Um, and I'm in this really social zone and then, uh, you know, other times I'm whatever. So, so it's like, how can I force myself to be in that zone? I need to make sure that like, I'm like properly, like the amount of caffeinated, not overly caffeinated, maybe not under caffeinated, properly hydrated. I need to make sure I'm not that tired or not like, you know what I mean? So whatever. Anyway, it's just high, it's a high pressure thing. And so that pressure exists. So two days before I felt that pressure, the day before I felt that pressure, um, more 
but really not that bad. I just remember a few times where I, you just kind of want to be, you want it to fast forward until when it's over. And I just sit there and I tell myself, okay, um, your brain is feeling some sort of, I want to not be in this momentness right now. So sit here and just be in this moment, you know, like kind of force your brain to get over it, like really force your brain to, to experience it. So anyway, but let me talk more about, wow, I've wasted so much time. I haven't got to the meat of this. We're almost halfway through shoot my dupe. So those are nerves. Um, preparation wise, I do put a lot of work into these talks. I'm thinking about them a long ways before I've been thinking about what to go in this talk since the last one, like, and because now my talks are like demoing stuff about Livewire, um, I'm very aware of like that. I want to make sure I have enough cool stuff for my talk, you know, um, ultimately I, this stuff is for live where it's not just for cool demos, but that is something that's in my mind of like, I want to make sure that, um, that, yeah, that I properly group these features so that I don't release them and, and everybody knows and nobody cares, like build up that hype, you know, stage presence and excitement around it. And so I, you know, I did that and, and preparing the talk itself, like here's, here's what I start with. I start with a bunch of lists, like a big list of things I want to cover. And I always start this way. I know the things I want to cover, but then there's the long, horrible process of turning that into something that is engaging, easy to understand quickly, um, fast paced, not overly contrived examples, but still simple enough to understand. This is the balance. There's lots of these balance. It's a balance, you know? And constructing the talk is very difficult for me. It always takes a ton of iterations. This is the same thing with anything. It's the exact same thing with the landing page I just did for Make VS Code Awesome. Anytime I'm producing some piece of creative content, like a narrative structured thing, it's the same thing. It's iterations. It's putting something out there that sucks and then redoing it and redoing it and redoing it and repeating that process until you come up with something that you feel is pretty good. And that's what I did with this. And it's the exact same process with any other talk ever. But this time I was worried I wouldn't get it done. I was worried that I wouldn't get to something I was happy with quick enough. It was Sunday and I felt like I didn't have something that was good. I, I sort of did kind of, um, but you know, then Monday I felt really good. I felt like I landed on a, a narrative that worked pretty well. You have to take the examples and I don't want to sit there and just show you this feature and now this feature and now this feature. I want to embed the features into, uh, something that we build together. You know, now this is 25, this is a half an hour. There's like no time as a talk giver, as a talk getter, that's a great time amount as a talk giver. That is so ridiculously difficult to fit your content into that. Like ridiculous. I feel like I can't, there's like no time for me, you know, to demo all this stuff. So I, I want to code all this by hand and whatever, but there's no time for that. So, um, so I have to, you know, decide on what's the right amount of what, and then you get to this process. This is where I start to like the work is when you get to the process where you've nailed down the structure you've nailed down it's kind of like you've nailed your slides now i'm live coding there's no slides but i've nailed down the structure and now i'm just practicing it's really a performance like you're just rehearsing a performance that's what i'm doing i'm rehearsing it and then i come across a tiny little thing when i rehearse it and so i change it and i do that again and i'm honing it and i do that over and over for a couple of days sometimes more depending on the talk this one was shorter because i'm getting better at it but then you hone the talk and I go through it and I fix one little thing and I go through it and I fix a little thing and I keep doing that over and over. And it's really hard work because every time you get into it, you got to be on, your brain's got to be on and I'm timing myself. And uh, I know that like, oh, there goes another half an hour. <laughs> I got to do another one. Um, even I got so sick of giving my talk that the day of like, I was really dragging my feet doing a practice run. I did, I did one practice run the day of at like one o'clock or something. If that's your time slot, I'm sorry that I missed your talk, <laughs> but maybe that was Taylor's. I did not miss Taylor's though. So 
anyway so yeah so that's the process for me is iteration 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 make it better make it better and when i get bored and when i really hate the work that i'm doing i go and i do something fun how can i make this original how can i make this have a voice how can i make it strong and how can i you know what i mean like how can you i love that thing that jack mcdade says of like every cliche is an opportunity to be unique like everything that is in any way mundane or expected is an opportunity to be unique and to have a voice and to say something that's what i'm always asking myself this is what it is oh my god what do you want to say there are things in me that i want to say and when you're writing a talk they don't always come out and you have to let it simmer and then you're thinking you know like what do i want to say okay what i actually want to say is this you know and then distill that in the talk and put the energy into the talk. And that's what I try to do. And so that's why I made like, oh, I made the really fancy CSS stuff. I spent a ton of time on that. It was super fun. I got really in the weeds in CSS to make everything look cool. And that was just for fun. Because sometimes like you just need to go off on a bunny trail and spend a bunch of time on something. And it contributes to the overall quality of the thing, you know, because now you're having fun with it. And I know that I'm going to show people and they'll be like, oh, not another tailwind UI, you know, dashboard, you know what I mean? Like something that's actually like cool and different. And that's stuff that I care about. And that I, that those are the things that make all the difference to me. And those avatars, I was going to just do like gravatar type things. And I was like, you know what? What if I went the extra mile? And then I, and then I did on that. And I was like, wait, what if I even went and made, made them look like imprints in the thing? You know what I mean? Like I spent a lot of time on that stuff and I enjoy tinkering. So it's work that I love. But, um, but yeah. And then, so finally, yeah. So then, and then I'm just doing dry runs over and over and over and over trying to hone it. Um, but then ultimately like, oh, I want to talk more. (laughs) We have so little time. I learned something at the last Laracon, the in-person one that before you talk, you stand there and you stare into the audience and you just accept the moment and you go slowly at your own pace. You decide when you start, you don't let them decide when you start so that you're not trying to play catch up the whole time. So I did that. And I just stood at my blank screen and collected myself for a second and then moved forward. Nobody noticed, of course. And then, you know, I don't know. Like, I just, uh, you know, I don't have anything to say that's poignant and we're out of time. So I don't know. I hope this gives you a window into what it takes to give a talk like that, what my thought process are. Oh, and by the way, it's a massive high for me afterwards. It's so addicting. I, of course, before was like, is this worth it? This is a lot of work and it is kind of stressful. Should I keep doing this? Like, what if it'd be so nice to never have to do this again? But then after you're like, yes, the world is mine. Okay, see ya.